presents Board, James Board. I'm Luke. I'm Lars. And I'm Dad. Uh, a little bit different than what we were anticipating because of a hiccup <laughs> on my end, but before we start up on that, how's everyone doing? Things are great um, around the Greensboro family household. I defended my doctorate on Friday, so I am officially Dr. Farabee. Awesome. Congratulations. So it was a pretty pretty great feeling. So Dad was able to come watch it, and um, yeah, that was felt, that was really good. that was really that was really interesting to watch that whole process. Uh, Mom and I really enjoyed that. So thanks for the invitation, Lars. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Lucas, how you doing? I'm okay. Uh, not too much has been going on, but I'm doing all right. Dad, how about you? I'm good. Uh, Mom and I are doing great. Uh, of course, Grandma is back in the hospital. She, I don't think she ever got over the... She had her, she had her gallbladder out, and then she had a, a left behind a gallstone, and then she got pancreatitis. And I don't think she got over the pancreatitis before they let her out. So she's back in the hospital now, which is where she should be, just so I can take care of her. So fingers crossed, everything will work out, and uh, she'll be able to go home. Well, that's good. Good. Um, yep. Yeah, this one was, um, this week's a little bit different. You know, we, when you think of James Bond, regardless of who you think of as James Bond, I think a lot of purists think Sean Connery, but the through line is the Broccoli, it's, it's, it's Cubby Broccoli, and who, who was the other guy? Oh, Saltzman. Saltzman. And then it turned Saltzman. into Wilson down the end, but like, yeah, exactly. that's like the, the through line, like Eon Productions, you know, so even if it's not Sean Connery, you know, when it's Roger Moore, when it's uh, George Lazenby, when it's Timothy Dalton, when it's... There's a, there's a, not so much a theme, but there's a, there's a continuity and consistency between them to where, you know, you know what James Bond does, you know, you, even though they're different actors that portrayed him, um, and some, you know, and they've gone through different periods in, uh, you know, the 80s and 90s and, so, and, and, so, and some It's still quality. the same kind of thing. Right, there's a through line. Yes. Right? It's the same sort of it's thing. consistent. This is not that. This is one of those that is <laughs> no. outside of... Um, so I'm not even going to be making... A, I didn't make a martini, because um, this is not a James Bond movie. <laughs> no, this is more of a an RC Cola and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's a... Yeah, and nothing against RC yeah. Cola or peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But when you're looking for a martini, it ain't that. So, 1967's Casino Royale, which, there are parts of this that I actually thought were pretty interesting. And those parts tended to be the first half of the movie before, um, there's a great quote by Roger Ebert of a definitive, calling it a definitive example of what can happen when everybody working on a film goes simultaneously berserk. <laughs> and and when you have a film that has five directors. One yep. of which is John Huston. Yeah. Like, who's I mean, actually in who, the movie. Who's in the movie. And, and I mean, okay, so Casino Royale 1967... A little bit of some odd backstory here. It is, and and I and Dad, I know that you you've done the synopsis. I don't even know if we should do a synopsis for this one because it is no. it is just not. You, you 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 can't other than it 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 loosely follows the story of Casino Royale with Lachif and the baccarat and the the card game and the and the you know Lachif wanted the, in the check, s- in but. The s- 
<laughs> it's loosely follows it in this in the sense that a pair of pants is cloth. Well, well it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's um, and we've already seen this story done at that TV movie. You know, we we saw we one of the early ones that we we watched. We've already seen this one done. Yes. But, so apparently, you know, Casino Royale, I think, was the first James Bond novel. Yes. And the person that that mm-hmm. made this movie bought the rights to it, like outright, like bought it before Cubby and his team got it, and wanted to basically sell it to Eon to Everything or Nothing Productions, and they wouldn't take it. So instead of making it. A, a straight up movie they made it a parody and yeah that's hard to do if you're not mel brooks or the abrams brothers or and Z- the zaz right the zucker and, and uh, there abrams. also wasn't a if you're going to make a parody there there needs to be a common once again a common thread throughout the whole thing this was a this was five people making five different movies mm-hmm. and then one of the directors actually had to stitch all of this together at the end to try to make some sense out of this. And it, it, it and really it was, it, it, it's funny because oh my god, it is you know this we're right we're coming on the heels of Thunderball and then like two months later we have You Only Live Twice and those movies yeah and and it, so let's let's take all of the all of the, the Sean Connery movies that's all we ne- we have for now right because we haven't gotten yes. gotten so Doctor No From Russia with Love Goldfinger Thunderball and then You Only Live Twice cool just cool movies he is a cool dude yeah it, it's almost like it, it's they're dated but not horribly dated like you know there's some there's some oh. there's some thing there's some problematic things with treatment of women and all that kind of stuff but it's not yeah horribly dated it's just they're cool movies this is horribly dated this is so this is so flower this, power this was 1967 like everybody's everybody's groovy this was james bond by way of a bad episode of batman 66 Th- yeah yeah it was just yeah. it was it was the bond two you know it's bad almost. it's bad when you say it's bad when you can look back and say the batman television series was classy compared to what we just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, now in this household, we respect Adam West. <laughs> oh no, 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 absolutely. But, but, still. but they're, they're they are what they are. But this was just that. There's one. There's a couple what? things that were interesting to me, and it's it's. Burt Bacharach does the music and was up and was up for the Oscar for the song and the the, the now, look of love. The Look of Love is a really and great song. And that was, you know, it just blew my mind that, wait a minute, I didn't realize that was in this movie. It's a great and song. And he wrote, he wrote that song yep. for that movie. It all made sense why Burke Bacharach is in Austin Powers now. <laughs> yep. It, this actually, and this actually was a very bad Austin Powers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> yeah. it made me appreciate Austin Powers even more that, wow, it really was digging from all of these sources. It wasn't oh, yeah. like they, they really knew their their source material, and that's why it's so much better of a it's a spoof. Yeah, but it, that one has a mm-hmm. through line that has a plot that has a villain. There's stakes. There's characters. This is mm-hmm. not that. The other he throws some shade at Sean Connery early on, and this is what the this is the most interesting thing for me in this movie. So David Niven is Sir James Bond, and he is retired. He's, he was the original spy, and he has since retired. They're calling him back, like all the heads of MI6 and the CIA, and even like the Russians, like they're all 
help, asking for help. They're asking to bring him back in. And he says, you've given my number and my name to that sexaholic playboy, you know. <laughs> and what yeah. that said to me was, that explains why when different actors come in, they're called James Bond and they have 007. That's actually, that's a, that, I, that's a name and a designation. That's not their real name. That's going to come up on at least two different movies that both infuriate me for the same reason. Uh, when we, we're going to get, we'll get to them. We will get to them later but on. But does that make sense though? But, like that, that. No, that's a hundred percent. It really does. And that, the whole, this whole movie made a parody of, it was like James Bond. Everybody in the world knew who James Bond was knew what 007 was, and it just, it, it, I don't know, it, it was completely different than any other handling of James Bond. Yeah, he was, was a frust- merchandise almost. Yeah. Now, one of the things that, that was really frustrating is it couldn't tell what kind of parody it was. Right. It couldn't say, it wasn't a loving parody of it, like the way a Mel Brooks movie like is incredibly... or a... Yeah, where it worships the, mat- yeah, it worships of the material it's making fun of. Yeah, what what the hell was with the Frankenstein? I want to know. We're, gonna, we're not going to talk all about of a that. sudden. Why are why are Native <laughs> American <laughs> Indians parachuting out of airplanes mm-hmm. with, with 007 stenciled on their forehead? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Well, when when Mel Brooks made Young Frankenstein, he basically made a Universal monster movie. And when he made Blazing Sanders, yeah. he made a western. It just it was funny. There was, but he made absolutely. That's the the key to a good spoof. And when those people, when those the Zaz brothers made Airplane, they made a d- disaster movie. It was really stupid, but they that was the, what they yeah. were making. This yeah. was not a James Bond spy movie. And I, I also no, there read is, there's so much of go ahead, so Luke. much of, of parody is that is that is you can make the there's the reverential parody where they they love the material which they clearly don't. And there's also the the we're gonna tear it down and deconstruct it, a deconstructed parody, and it ping pongs back and forth between those two poles the entire movie. Right. I think you I think you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> I just Probably? think this was a very poorly made movie. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. Oh, I was it reading, absolutely is. I was reading. You know, when they first started making the James Bond movies, one of the people they wanted as James Bond was David Niven. Mm. Yep. In the in the original, they wanted him as James Bond. So I don't know why it didn't happen. You know that was interesting as well as I read a lot about Peter Sellers in this movie. What a Peter waste. Sellers wanted to play it straight. Mm-hmm. He kept yeah. he kept changing the dialogue and got into these horrible arguments with the directors because he wanted to play it as a as a James Bond movie, and it just he finally would. He would walk off the set, and he he would not, you know, the whole uh, uh, card game with Orson Welles. He and Orson Welles hated each other, and much of that film, they were not in the same room. <laughs> they would film Orson Welles' yeah. part, and they would film Peter Sellers' part and merge them together. It, it was just insane. Yeah, Peter Sellers is actually the one one guy. He would have made a good Bond based on yeah. his performance in this. He would have made a pretty good Bond. But he really what a would have. Waste. You have Peter Sellers, yes, one of the funniest uh, human beings uh, ever, <laughs> and he's wasted in this movie. There's, <laughs> oh, God, complete, completely. And there's, then, 
Or, you know, you know the whole Orson Welles bit where all of a sudden he's doing magic tricks. Yeah. Well, Orson Welles went to the director, and Orson was a was a magician fanatic, and he asked if he could do magic tricks in the film, and the director said sure. So they added all that stuff into the movie, which was I'm watching it going, <laughs> what the hell is going on with this? It was it was I, almost it was like let's throw everything in like let's throw everything in here. And see what will stick, but none of what you're throwing in there is funny. There's actually there are actually there's a couple things that I laughed at. There's a Peter Peter O'Toole cameo, and he and he and he says, "Who are, are you? This or this?" Like oh, I thought you were Peter O'Toole. Yes. Well, he's the finest man in the world, and it's Peter O'Toole saying that about himself. And do, yeah. do you know do you know how he got paid for that? Mm. A case of champagne. Peter O'Toole I, I, said. I I, Peter O'Toole said, "I, I want to be in this movie." Give me a case of champagne, I'll do a cameo. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. That's, the, that's awesome. Well, you know, you just see all the people that were in it. George Raft was who, in who it. Dies. He was an old, old actor yeah. in in gangster movies. He was the one in the casino. He was he was flipping the coin. Oh, he, he has a backwards gun and yeah. he shoots himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's an ancient actor that they got all these different people to show up in this movie for nothing no, the, <laughs> so they have the cute other than a case of champagne <laughs> well so the apparently it was david Niv, you know david niven is sir james bond his plan is you know we're gonna go bust up shit to do that let's Eventually. go pretend let's go have a bunch of james bonds yeah let's confuse smirsh and we'll name all we'll name all of our spies James Bond. So Peter Sellers is one of them, and the Q section with him is actually really great because if you look in the background, there's a scuba oh. diver shooting a bow and arrow. Shooting a bow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, that that was the one like I actually laughed out loud at that. That was ridiculous. And then there's like a Santa's elf following him. It just, it, but it's craziness. It was like on drugs. Because I, yeah. I was laughing at it too. I'm like. But this makes no it doesn't sense. make any sense. But like, as far as like that scene, that kind of yeah. thing in the background, that was pretty funny. The scuba diver shooting a bow yes. and arrow, were, and, and and the guy with the bowler that bl- his head blew, blew yeah. up, and he goes, "We need to work on <laughs> that." That was, that was and, really good. <laughs> um, but then the um, they just didn't take it far enough. Where if if your whole idea is we're gonna go flood the scene with James Bonds, the gag should be well, I'm James. I thought you were taller. I thought you're a woman. I thought they should have that. That should have been played up more. It's almost like yeah. the Scooby Doo running into the different doors in the hallway. Well, they're all James Bonds. And the whole, the whole. I mean, I I agree with both of you. The, the only saving grace this whole thing was Peter Sellers, and he he was he was funny. Mm-hmm. He was good. He tried to play it straight. But the whole scene with Ursula, An- Ursula Andress, where he was dressing up as different people, I'm like, where is that coming from? I- Toulouse-Lautrec? Right. I, I didn't get that. Um, Woody Allen's in it. And uh, No, he's Jimmy, Jimmy Bond. Bond. Problematic. At best. At best. Watch the miniseries. Well, but you got to look back. You know, okay, you're looking at it through There's a 1967 already, right. lens. Okay, and, and Woody Allen was yeah, it's just, Woody Allen was hot then. Oh, so yeah. he has the most perfect Woody Allen line. He's being led to the the gallows for the shooting, the firing squad. Well, yeah. I, have, I have a low threshold for death. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's an that's one perfect. thing that's really interesting. <laughs> uh, um, 
But even but even even that whole thing with him, it kind of sort of made sense that yeah. Okay, he he always had it in for his uncle. Was it his uncle? Yeah. Yeah. So he was the one that was doing all the craziness behind so he could get rid of everybody and rule the world. Okay. He's yeah. Austin Powers, the evil the evil guy. I get that. He was just really well, bad at it. Yes. He was just bad at it. Something that's really interesting, we brought up that that uh, oh. Derry, uh, yeah, Derry, David Niven was uh, was Sir James Bond. If you look at the original sketches in the novels of James Bond, he looks it a lot looks like almost like the, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It made sense yeah. to have David Niven. It absolutely did. But you know, unfortunately, and I always liked David Niven. He wasn't very good in this. Why was he stuttering? I, oh, because oh because. That's another part of the indecisive parody thing. He has this this perfect English gentleman chased spy persona, and all of his stutters are around beautiful women who are trying to sleep with him. I never got that. It never. It never. I never got that part. That that's that's that they uh. say they're trying to break his implacable nature because he was it was a counterpoint to the his sexed up replacement that he was a huh. he wasn't going to do that part of the the he didn't do that part of the modern day spy thing. And so all of these women are fawning and falling over him and going to convents because they can't fall in yeah, love with him. Deborah Deborah Carr is in the, the yeah. movie. Oh my god. We William Holden yeah. is the CIA yeah. guy. Yeah. These are all well known actors that I hope they got a lot of money for this. Yeah. I hope everyone got paid and, and whoever built the sets, everyone who worked in this film got a paycheck. That's what I can say positively. Hey, hey, there's craft services people that got paid. There were set designers. That's true. All that's these true. people need money, that's and that's fine. And I will say so, one thing that was actually really, honestly, too good for this movie was the Orson Welles' torture scene where he, he submits Peter Sellers to the Willy Wonka boat ride. <laughs> what the hell was that torture scene doing in there? Because that's actually that was actually kind of creepy and should have been in a better movie. And the reason they did all that was that they only had certain footage of Peter Sellers because he just started leaving. He wouldn't even act with them anymore. Yep. So they only had certain shots of him. So they tried to figure out, well, how can we piece something together? You know the you know the scene where he gets out of the casino and he gets into the Lotus race yeah. car and and he's going to drive to chase him and then the next he's scene immediately he's, captured. He's immediately in he's shackled in the chair. They didn't have any kind of segue to do that because they hadn't filmed anything with him because he wasn't there, so they just did it. And, and I he's thought like, I'd he's getting because I was watching like he's getting into what the, the heck happened? Like, I know everyone's making fun of me for getting into the loot. Like yes. what are you doing? What's going on? And I know and, like zany, I'm fine with zany in movies. I'm, I'm, I really am. That wasn't, and yeah. and that's why the end of Blazing Saddles, when the fight at the town, they finally burst into the throw out your hands, the French stage, like like all that stuff. It's great because it's earned it. Like it, it has escalated to the point where we have gotten too big it's for this insanity. movie. Now we're going to. F- overflow into all these other things that's fine because you've earned that zaniness because you've, yeah. you've built up to it you've built this right. it basically ends with a blazing saddles ending when there's this giant fight but you've not earned that because we've not followed along with the characters enough to understand what the hell's going no. on anyway i mean you're looking at all of a sudden where are the cowboys coming yeah. from well that ma- and then yeah. 
And then they looked at all of the all of the Native Americans parachuting out of airplanes, and you look at the you look at the parachutes they're using, and you're like, they were little teepees. I'm like, what are you doing? I, I saw that. I like audibly gasped, like, wow, okay, oh, that's yeah. that's something. But I will say I got a chuckle out of the uh, oh the American reinforcements are here and they, it cuts to stock footage of of that the Calvary. that yeah. got a that got a, that got a laugh and then the then they actually burst into it what was up with that that weird that we're calling the police and it cuts to a nineteen to the like the nineteen tens movie like the paddy wagon do you know do you know who was who was in that scene they got um, uh, Charlie Chaplin's is it daughter Geraldine Chaplin. There's a little cameo of her in that scene. Somehow they got her in there for that. Just that's the only reason they did that scene was the Keystone Cops. I'm like, where's that coming from? It it just it was it was all over the place. It definitely was trying to cash in on the success of the James Bond movies. So this is I liken this to again I mentioned I I hold the the spoof movies of the Zazz you know like your Top Secrets your your Naked Guns and the Mel Brooks's your you know your Blazing Saddles your you know all the those are those are top shelf that's how you do a spoof Mm. movie that there then there's the movies that are like the date movies and the superhero movies and the Meet the Spartans where it's hey, we're going to make a movie, but then we're just going to throw a bunch of stuff that doesn't make any sense, and it's just, hey, here's a reference. Hey, here's here's a thing that you probably saw in a trailer. Here's a story that's happening today. Like, I think Britney Spears is in Meet the Spartans, and James Bond's in Meet the Spartans, and it's like, why? And it's just, let's throw a bunch of references in it. That's and they become these weird time capsules. This, this is the, the equivalent <laughs> of that. Yeah. It is... Hey, James Bond's hot right now. Let's throw a bunch of stuff in, and and we'll cash in. It, but it was just poorly done. Oh yeah. Oh, those are poorly done. Yeah. Those are very poorly yeah. done. <laughs> oh no, I, no, I, I know that. But still, this one, this one is way up there, and it was actually a financial success. Oh, big time. Yeah. It it made money. Now I don't I don't think there were a lot of repeat people going to no. see it. No. But oh, it's a James Bond movie. People went to the theaters and before they knew it, you know, they they sunk raked cost in pal- sunk cost fourteen million dollars or whatever. But right. it's got to get better eventually. It's got to get better eventually. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. So I want to I want to ask both of you a question. Did you actually watch every second of it, or did you fast forward? Oh, I watched it every. every- God damn second. Literally was playing a video game most of the time while I, while I had it running. Well, I I some of it I had to just I can't no, do I, this. I watched I, I, I watched every bit of it. Some of it. And again, you watched every second. Wow. There was an interesting thing, little because again I I most I watched it and I want my wife my mind wandered. Yeah. <laughs> How could it not? But the the part where 007 becomes M. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I watched that. Yeah. In the Eon franchise, mm-hmm. I watched that. That's a neat story where he—he's actually he has to take over and he's in charge now of sending the missions out. Right. He, but he wants to be out the mission. Okay. Yeah. Because he's okay. older now. That, right. That I'd watch yeah. that movie. That that'd be interesting. That's a different kind of story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I, oh, and, I like so this car. Miss Moneypenny is the daughter now, and she's going through and train and. and all the future double O's. Is she the one that makes sure that all the double O's are sexually top-notch? Because apparently that's what she does in one of the scenes. She makes sure that, like, oh, he, he's he's good. Well, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I, I just... I don't see how this was made. I, I know how this was made. 
I don't see how it was made. If that no, makes perfect either. sense. I don't. I don't understand how it was ever pitched. Yeah. I mean, there must have just been. Hey, we're going to make another James Bond movie. Look at how successful all these are. We're just going to make a comedy James Bond, and everybody said, "Here's some money." Which, but but and again, they did it so it. poorly because like a movie of like in like Flynn. Oh my it's, god! That's a that's a, a send that's a up. Movie. That's a send up of the James Bond movies, and that you know that's a send yeah. up of spy movies. Yeah. But it was done well. All the all the Matt Helms, they're they're campy, and it's Dean Martin. But at least there was a story, and you followed it, and well, campy's, okay, campy's he's a spy, fine and because oh, absolutely, you have, to, you have to, and and you can you can wink at the audience. But you have to be able to have a, a solid story that you can then wink from. But if all you're doing is winking, then you're just Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Laughing. So just knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Be a well, professional, and... ruining your sketches. <laughs> but you know, th- this whole thing, while I was watching it, the when they got to the end and they just started like you said you know they just started piling in to go bigger and bigger and bigger they ended up not they didn't know how to end this no. thing no so let's so just they kill just, everyone so so let's just kill everybody and everybody goes to heaven except for Woody Allen except for Woody Allen goes which, to hell <laughs> episode title okay <laughs> which, yeah. but that and that, that that's okay but it's like really yeah that's amazing. Back. This is the best movie ever. I said, take it back. This is the best movie ever. Everybody goes to heaven and Woody Allen goes to hell. Perfect. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Again, it was just. It was. It was. It was an interesting artifact to to slog through. There was some ideas. Like I said, the idea of James Bond isn't 007. James Bond 007, that's the moniker. And that is what's passed yeah. on to right now. Because it really isn't, you know, when you look at the, the scope of all the care like all the people that have played him, the fact that James Bond gets married in one of them doesn't really track out through a lot of the others. It, it's referenced maybe once or twice, but it, it, it's it's inconsequential. And 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 really the only t- things that are changing is the 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 time period around him. So the fact that maybe exactly. this is yeah. just a completely different person now named James Bond. Well, and even the even the the times that they reference him being married later on, that could just be another facet of the code name that they've added on to. Exactly. No, ex- exactly. So I, I I that was interesting to me. I'm like, okay, well maybe that that's that's a good explanation to why there's different actors playing this character, and that was about mm-hmm. it. And I think that the, and they did that accidentally. <laughs> yep. the, the one interesting thing was no, I'm, I'm saying once again you're giving right. them way oh, too much absolutely. credit <laughs> um, I think we've said all we can about this filth I, I just couldn't believe all of the all of the people that were in this movie that were wasted I'm sure a lot of them <laughs> were wasted being in this movie easily <laughs> lots of them were wasted yeah. <laughs> I mean Orson <Ultimate laughs> Wells definitely <laughs> oh what was the periscope Right, right, right. <laughs> why? I'm like, why is he in front of a periscope? And why was there a Frankenstein? <laughs> I know you didn't want to bring it up, Lucas. I know you said you don't want to bring it up, but I want to bring it up. Why was there a Frankenstein? Do you know who it was? Do you know who oh, that God, guy was? Who? 
The guy that played Chewbacca. Peter Mayhew? Yep. I read that. Of course. I just read it. Because why not? (laughs) Cheers, Peter Mayhew. Gosh. But I'm like... Why is a Frankenstein walking This is when the there, there for folks that won't see this movie and you shouldn't. Yeah. It, 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 he, he's, Please don't. You know, they're all. Some of the James Bonds are trying to escape. I don't know what happened to where <laughs> Peter Sellers were at, was at this point, but Peter or David Niven. He was dead. He was already dead. Yeah, okay, so David Niven and a couple dead. of the other people that have been pretending to be James Bond, they're trying to escape the underground lair, and there's just this. Frankenstein guy just wandering about. So of course David Niven said, "Oh, I'm going to ask him where the office is." And he he goes over to, to Frankenstein asking where the office. Remember, it was the one yeah. off the place right. they got in. And he goes and asks. And so Frankenstein walks up and bangs into a door, I guess, to tell him this is it. And he says, "Oh, thanks." And it happens to be the door because, yeah, it just it I don't was know. you know we we, we talk we'll, we'll talk about. The 80s movies and how cocaine was a hell of a drug. Man, these 60s movies? Psychedelics, dude. <laughs> Not sure. This was, L- this was LSD uh-huh. at its finest. Yeah. Um, don't don't see this one. If, folks, if, if you're looking to do like a complete James Bond watch, this is not the Casino Royale to watch. The one to watch is Daniel Craig, and we'll get to him later. Eventually. <laughs> I, I I will I will say I am glad that I yeah. saw it because I've heard of, I've mm-hmm. heard about it. Me too. I had never actually seen yeah. it. I'm surprised that we as a family, you know, when I was a kid, that well, we didn't Papa go see Well, Papa mentions this, it. But... He said he he he'll mention Jimmy Bond. Yeah. He'll say Jimmy Bond every once in a while, wow. and it's like now I'm thinking you. Well, maybe he and Mom went to see it because I didn't and see this. Good one. for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because because I, I I remember going to see Thunderball. I mean, I remember watching that movie like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing Which, I've ever seen. Yes, that that is. These are quintessential movies. These are like they're ingrained in cultural DNA. I'm glad that this never like we didn't get more of these. This is this no. was just this was not great. And I, I'm one, sorry one to more. be a stickler. I just knew that when we did this project, one of the things on my radar this. was I have not seen Casino Royale. If we're gonna watch them all. We should watch them all. We're going to watch them all. I'm glad we did it. I will never watch this again. <laughs> nope. Golly. So I told you that mom mom bought me the set of, you know, I have all yeah. the, the Blu-rays of all it? of them. And she said, oh, no. <laughs> this is not in it, as well as the other. Never say never again. Um, Which never I've say also never again. Seen. Exactly. It isn't in it. And somebody, some woman sued the company that put this box set together that said these are all the James Bond movies. And she sued them saying, no, it's not. You know, these two are missing. And I think the judge threw it out and said, no, you're wrong. Those are all the James <laughs> Bond movies. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, Lucas, where, uh, where can folks find us on the internet? We can be found on Twitter at Sword in Boardcast. I am updating and making jokes fairly regularly. Uh, we can also be found on basically any streaming service that streams podcasts stitcher podbean apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pandora oh, our theme music iron curtain shuffle is created by the incredible ryan uh, ryan boyd you can find them at ryan droid on twitter our um artwork is done by the wonderful west forbus yep. now james bond officially will return next time for realsies this time i know that we said last time he will return 
And I'm sure audiences around the world thought the same thing when they rushed into the theaters to see, <laughs> oh, this new James Bond. And we're yeah. duped. Uh, James Bond will return in You Only Live Twice. <laughs>